Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time probably time for us to start paying attention when these people tell us who they are we're going to do that tonight we're also going to talk about george soros give you an update on the florida stuff are we going into nuclear war all that and more coming up on i'm right you ever been in a natural disaster or visited the aftermath of a natural disaster i have Lots of them, that's actually, <laughs> lots of them. Typhoons, hurricanes, I've been in all of them. We had a big hurricane here in Houston a few years back. You probably remember Hurricane Harvey where it got over top of us and just stayed and dumped something like 48 inches of water in the course of 24, 48 hours. It just flooded the place. And I'll tell you, it was inspiring watching people come together in the wake of it, but man, even for a sociopath like me, it was hard to watch that much devastation. It was hard to watch uh, old people in old folks' home 
old people sitting in flood water waiting for someone to carry them out of it. Watching families, many times poor people, because poor people tend to live in more low-lying areas, just the way economics ends up working, watching them lose everything. The place where I worked at the time, I was selling RVs. It was it had all kinds of mobile homes. That was just it was poor, a poor town, mobile homes. And those people were wiped out, and so many of them never had insurance. You look at the aftermath of a natural disaster, and it's sad. It is. Well, I take that back. I take that back. It's sad for you. It's sad for me. I do think it is important to always keep yourself and myself in check as to what the communists think, how the communists think, how they look at everything, including natural disasters. Remember, I had Dave Rubin on last week, and we sadly correctly predicted how our despicable media would cover the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, remember? The machine wants to take out DeSantis, and if it takes a hurricane with a lot of death and destruction to do it, they will gladly do it. And you have also no doubt that Politico and the rest of those, uh, you know, places of quote-unquote journalism, they've got the articles written already. They're just waiting to press publish when they get the go-ahead. You know it. You know it. You, th- you may think he's joking. He knows this business. I know this business. He's not lying. That, that was, not, that was no. not him joking. They already have the articles typed up. They're going to fill in some blanks whenever they're done about how this is all Heavy D's fault. Headline from the New York Times. Facing a dire storm forecast in Florida, officials delayed evacuation. You see article after article after article out there lamenting all the dead, the endless dead. How could Heavy D do this? What's wrong with Florida? Now, let's understand what you're seeing. Let's be honest about what you're seeing. Because it's tempting, because this is how we've been raised. I'll tell you, this is how I was raised. Well, this is how I learned conservatism, right? It's tempting to do what? To do what? What do we do? What's conservatism? What's it been? This is what it's been my whole adult life. The hypocrisy. They, they'd never do this if a Democrat was president. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if a Democrat? Stop with that. That's not what you're seeing. It's not hypocrisy to them. And pointing out their hypocrisy doesn't move them at all. They don't have your value system. That is something that is so hard to get through to people on the right. They don't have your value system. It's not hypocrisy. To them, death is an opportunity. Human life, when you're a communist, remember, at its its most base, a communist is simply an anti-human. He believes human beings, the world humans have built, everything, societies humans have built, they're horrible. Humans are horrible. And humans aren't some God-breathed unique soul. It's the cog in the wheel. So when you see a hurricane coming or see the aftermath of a hurricane, your natural reaction watching somebody be carried out of their flooded home is, oh, that's sad. How can I help? What do I do? The communists don't look at it like that. The communists only look at it through the lens of political power. Oh, nice. There's a hurricane. That's exciting. Hope, look, hopefully a lot of people die. 
You may think I'm over-exaggerating. If you could simply hook these people up to a lie detector test and ask them questions, you would see that I'm probably underselling it. We're dealing with anti-human demons. We talk about this all the time. We talk about this in the wake of mass shootings, how they don't have some all-hands-on-deck meeting where the women are crying and the men are sad and look at all the dead kids. That's what you do with yourself and your friends and your family. You text your wife, honey, do you see what's going on? I'm so sad. That's what you do. These people don't do that. The people who run our country do not do that. In the wake of a mass shooting or a hurricane, they get together and they say, man, guys, this is good news, right? Hey, how many are dead? Oh, okay, let's hope that number goes up a bit. We need more death. Let's, let's... That's who we have now. That's who runs the country. Joe Biden looked at the aftermath of a Cat 4 hurricane tearing through Florida, ripping up people's lives. Imagine, imagine if you didn't have a home anymore. Gone. Joe Biden looked at it, and Joe Biden didn't sit down and say, oh, poor Floridians, I only want the best for them. I wish we had saved every life. Joe Biden and his team immediately sat down and thought, hey, this is an opportunity to move the ball forward on climate change. Our commitment to tackling the climate crisis, which threatens all of us, we're seeing the consequences of climate change around the world uh, very vividly, including in the United States right now. They don't have your value system. That thing that would, you remember Westboro Baptist Church? Remember those nutballs? They used to show up at the funerals of service members who had died in Iraq and Afghanistan, and they would protest the funerals. And thankfully, there were always you know, counter-protesters and bikers who would block them so the families sitting there mourning you know, a lost child wouldn't have to see that over there. They wouldn't have to see that. But you know what? Those people, Westboro Baptist Church, that's what the communist is. They don't think like you think. They wouldn't look at a funeral or death as something to be sad about. Everything is simply an opportunity to be in your face about it, an opportunity to politic. So, of course, the New York Times wanted the death toll high so they can blame it on DeSantis. Joe Biden wanted the death toll high so he can continue to push the climate change genocidal death cult. Dome, however, Dome realized, hey, Okay, we, we can use this hurricane to, to do climate change, but let's not neglect the other various branches of America's Communist Party. I mean, my goodness, hey, let's do some race grifting in this whole thing. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. And, and so women. we... Absolutely. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity. What do you want me to say? Dome sat down, or kneeled down probably, and she looked at that death toll. And again, there was no, there's no emotion. There's no empathy. There's no sorrow. There's no nothing. She sat down and thought, ooh, nice. Hey, you know what? We can do race outreach. This will help. This will help. This might get us another couple points in the polls with the black vote. And I'll tell you what else. She hoped black people died. Lots of them. These people are so sick. They're so depraved. Kamala Harris and her team, 
They knelt down, and I guarantee you they're looking through the numbers. Okay, we have uh, less than 100 dead. All right, that's not good. I wish we had more, but can we find out what percentage of those are black? That'll help us. Let's hope it's a high percent. Let's hope all 87 are black. That's how these people think. And they're not sorry about it because there's nothing inside of them. They, again, like if you tell a lie, you've told a lie, or if you've done something wrong in your life, I've done plenty wrong in your life, you still have something in there tugging at you saying, ah, that wasn't good. I feel bad about that. Shouldn't have done that. That's, that's natural because you're a human being. That's not inside of them. You think Kamala Harris, after making openly racist remarks like that that were horrifying, would try to walk that back, huh? <laughs> You'd be wrong. Mr. Which brings us perfectly to Grandma Vodka. Speaking of Florida, remember, they were all very, very upset that Heavy D flew some illegals, 50 of them, to Martha's Vineyard, their fancy little snobby little rich place. He flew 50 of them up there. In 24 hours, they already had the National Guard and they're loading them up onto buses. Well, they don't look at anything anyone, not illegal immigrants, not anyone, as, as an opportunity, as anything but an opportunity. Grandma Vodka, she, look, she had an honest moment, probably after a couple cocktails in the morning, she had an honest moment where she simply came out and said, hey, they're, they're hauling all the cheap labor up north. We have a shortage of workers in our country, and you see even in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, why are you shipping these... Uh, immigrants uh, up north we need them to pick the crops down here <laughs> not supposed to say that but that's how she thinks no one's surprised by that who can't picture grandma vodka cruising by in a limousine looking at some illegal immigrants out there picking picking oranges and saying that's that's where they belong pass me another beer <laughs> all right all that may have made you uncomfortable but i'm right Something else is going to make you uncomfortable. We've been infiltrated. And it's one thing to have your country infiltrated with spies and subversives. It's another thing to have your country infiltrated by elite billionaires with money and power to actually hurt it. We are being wounded. George Soros is doing lots of that wounding. We're going to bring in Kevin Freshman next. He wrote a book about this. We're going to talk about the elites and how they're against us now. You ever try to make pizza at home? I have. And I'm very sad to admit that I have failed time and time and time again. I just can't ever get it right. It's not the cheese or the toppings or whatever. I can't ever get the crust done right. The cheese is done, but the crust isn't quite done. So you put the crust in, it just doesn't, doesn't ever work. So I talked to one of my buddies, one of my good buddies who's a chef, and I'm complaining about this whole thing. And he said, Jesse, don't even bother trying. I said, why? He said, you can't get your oven hot enough. He said, you got to understand, these pizza ovens, they're scorching hot. That's how these professional pizza places can make pizza. He said, you're sitting there trying to cook a pizza at 450 degrees in your house, you have no shot. He said, you need to get yourself a schwank. I said, what in the world is a schwank? He said, a schwank grill. Yeah, they're amazing. They're portable. I need to stress this. They're portable 1,500 degrees. You want to put it in your backyard? Do it. Want to bring it over to a friend's house? Do it. Have a little neighborhood party? Do it. 
not just pizza, steaks. Your steakhouses, why do you think those steakhouse steaks come out perfect every single time? Because they cook them really, really hot in the oven. Schwank Grill, it's right there for you. These things are freaking incredible. And they have $100 off right now, or no, $150 off right now for my viewers. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to schwankgrills.com and use the promo code JESSE. Schwankgrills.com, promo code JESSE. Freaking awesome. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. These pipelines, that is Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2, uh, were not uh, pumping gas into Europe uh, at this time. Nord Stream 2 never became operational, as is well known. Nord Stream 1 has been shut down for weeks. This is also a tremendous opportunity. It's a tremendous opportunity to once and for all remove the dependence on Russian energy and thus to take away from uh, Vladimir Putin the weaponization of energy as a means of advancing uh, his uh, imperial designs. A tremendous opportunity? Europeans are going to freeze to death this winter. Joining me now, Kevin Freeman, author of the book According to Plan, The Elite's Secret Plan to Sabotage America. Kevin, this is not some one-off, not to pick on Anthony Blinken. This is something that I hear simply all the time now from people in the administration, from billionaire elites. Every time something horrible happens that's going to result in people dying, they run to the camera and talk about what a great opportunity it is. What exactly are we dealing with here? Yeah, well, it goes back to Rahm Emanuel, never let a serious crisis go to waste. Uh, and if you can create a serious crisis and then take advantage of it, that's even better. Uh, what we're dealing with here is the elites want to wean us off fossil fuels of any type, anywhere, anyhow. And now they're trying to capitalize on this uh, in order to uh, push their globalist agenda. Okay, what is the agenda? Pretend I just descended from Mars and I got here. Describe for me what, what exactly is this globalist agenda? Well, you know, the elites of society, and those would be those that you know, go to Yale and, and are in skull and bones, or they're uh, in the elite scientific societies, or they're in the elites of government or industry. Uh, their intention is to put us back into a, a vassal state, uh, as we had in the Middle Ages, where the um, uh, elites run everything and the rest of us are serfs and we own nothing and we'll like it. You know, we'll eat less meat and we'll eat more bugs. We've seen all this from the World Economic Forum has put out videos and said our intention is by the year 2030, we've made fossil fuels history. We're not using fossil fuels. Uh, we're eating substantially less meat. You don't own anything, but that's okay. You're happy. You live as a serf and, and the elites own and run everything. It is animal farm. And the promises of the pigs, for those who've read the uh, dystopian novel from George Orwell. Okay. The end game is that, that they're the feudal lords and we're the serfs. 
has this kind of thing happened before in history? Because I, I love history. And I look at our society, and it's not that we have these insane people. It's that our insane people are the ones running the country. Has this kind of thing happened before? Well, it has. It happened in Russia. It happened with the Bolshevik Revolution. It's happened in Cuba. It's happened in Venezuela. It's happened in a lot of places uh, where people, it's the promise of the pigs from Animal Farm. We're going to make, you know, everything equal. Everybody will be equal. And that's our promise. But in the end, uh, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. So we see this in Marxist. And this is, you go back and you look at the writings of the people at the age of Rockefeller, uh, John D. Rockefeller and so forth, and they talk about these beautiful utopian societies where the scientists and the brilliant, smart, better than everybody else people run everything, and the serfs kind of go mindlessly along. And they've been implementing those policies in the education system. They've been implementing policies with immigration. And you across the board, you, we see these things and we say, wow, it's a disaster. How did that happen? Well, my answer is all according to plan. George Soros specifically is someone I speak about often. It just, it, it dumbfounds me. From a 30,000 foot view, you have, uh, I realize he's an American citizen now, but you have a foreign born billionaire openly, it's not like he does any of this in hiding, in secret, openly funding civil unrest in the streets, rape and murder across American cities up because of his DAs that he works to get elected. He's openly, again, he brags about these things. This is not some theory I came up with, brags about pushing our borders wide open so we can fill up our country with drugs and illegal immigrants. How does a nation allow something like that to happen? As a student of history, I can't think of a single country in the history of the world that would allow a foreign-born rich guy to intentionally rip its country apart, and yet we do, and he does it in the open. Well, yes, and he is pushing for an open society, and his definition of an open society includes uh, pretty much any type of prom promiscuous sex that you would like, as well as whatever drugs you want. He's worked to legalization of drugs. He, he works to the decriminalization of a lot of activity, uh, but where it heads is Brave New World from Aldous Huxley. It heads to a dystopian nightmare uh, where everybody, nobody owns anything except for the elites. Again, it goes back to the very same concept. The elites own everything and we're serfs and we work uh, for them but we're happy don't worry we'll be happy we have drugs to take and we have uh, promiscuous relationships to have but no family family's forbidden and uh, no productivity and where you own anything as an entrepreneur or anything else that is the George Soros view of an open society what can we do to stop these people well, we lay out three answers in the book. Uh, answer number one is we mandate that our uh, people in Congress that are supposedly representing us, they're not our rulers, they're our servants, and the public servants serve the people. So there's a Serve the People Act where they can't pay themselves big pay raises. In fact, they don't even get paid if they don't do their job. They have to balance the budget. They have to make the government work for the people. The second answer is we have to weaponize our money, our finances, our giving, spending, and investing. We can no longer fund through ESG, and investment uh, problems that we're seeing, we can no longer fund those with our investment dollars. And the third answer is we've got to be patriotic. Fly the flag. Tell people you love being in America because you love the Constitution. Have people listen to the Jesse Kelly show. These are the answers because once people are educated, they will stand with us and not with the elites. Kevin, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jesse. All right. Well, 
That's bad news, but here's some good news. There's not going to be anything for them to destroy if the world descends into nuclear war. <laughs> Sorry, I know that's terrible news, but apparently there's talk, and that talk is ramping up. We'll talk about that next. Before we do that, you know we have a testosterone crisis in this country. Hardly anybody talks about it, but when I say a crisis, I mean 50 years ago, testosterone levels were double what they are now. Double. Now, we talk a lot about left, right, all these other things, and we should, and we're always going to talk about these things, but you understand unless that problem gets fixed, nothing else matters. We, we won't exist as a nation. We simply won't procreate enough to keep being a country. Please do something about it. Ladies, you need to be vital too. Chalk, not only are they a hardcore anti-communist company, speaking of putting your money where your morals are, they have natural herbal supplements. Natural, not big pharma filth. Natural herbal supplements. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days, naturally. Go to choq.com, promo code JESSE, and here's what you need to do. Sign up for a subscription on it. A subscription means they'll just send it to you every time you're out automatically. It's what I do because I always forget to order more and then I go to get my chalk and I don't have any. CHOQ.com promo code JESSE gets you 35% off that subscription for the lifetime of the subscription. And you can cancel anytime. It's not like some gym membership. Male vitality stack, fellas. Ladies, female vitality stack. Ready to have more energy, feel better? choq.com promo code jesse we'll be back you know what i think about sometimes how i'm gonna die you ever think about that i mean i know that's a little dark a little morbid but how are you gonna die you know you, no one wants the slow agonizing death right so i guess what we're about to talk about might be good news because in a nuclear war, you just instantly turn to like a million degrees and in a split second and you're gone. That's not that, ba that bad of a way to go. One, one second you're here, the next second you're ash. You know what? Take me with nuclear, Lord. I'm kidding, please don't do that because then other people will die. And look, a joke, but things are not going well as far as that goes. Uh, we don't talk a ton of Russia, Ukraine here just because I know you don't care near as much about that as you do about all the other issues we're facing. And I'm the same way. I'm not going to pretend like, well, I do, but the peasants don't. I don't care that much about it either. I hope the Ukrainian people losing their homes get them back. But other than that, I really don't care. But we probably should pay attention because there's nuclear talk now. We have high-up Russian officials talking about using low-yield nuclear weapons. We have Americans responding that we will, we will go all in in basically World War III if Russia does that. And do keep something in mind, something our friend Brian Dean Wright has told us over and over again on this show. Vladimir Putin, obviously the big cheese in Russia, he doesn't have the option of losing. Meaning... He's going to be ousted from power and probably assassinated if he loses. Losing, you know, we love to say failure is not an option, right? It's not an option for him. 
the whole world's mobilizing against Russia right now. Okay, fine, good, whatever, yeah, rah, rah. Um, Russia has more nuclear weapons than anyone on the planet. Russia has many, many ways to deliver said nuclear weapons across the planet. Um, Joe Biden is out there saying, we will defend every single inch of NATO. I'm going to say this again. America is fully prepared with our NATO allies to defend every single inch of NATO territory. Every single inch. So, Mr. Putin, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Every inch. Okay. You understand how close we've already been to nuclear war? You know the story about the Cuban Missile Crisis. I know you know the overarching story, but do you know we were that close to nuclear war? You remember that story? I've told you before. Let me tell you again in case you forgot. Russian submarines are obviously used to operating in the cold. Well, they had to cruise on down to Cuba and do some patrolling then. We had a naval blockade. They were cruising around. There's all these tensions. And there's a Russian submarine there with nuclear-tipped torpedoes. Now, the reason I brought up the temperature is it's hot under the water. It's hot in a submarine anyway. You have a bunch of men stuffed in a big steel tube. The ventilation obviously isn't wonderful. And now you're not up in Siberian waters. You're in balmy 85-degree Cuban waters. So this Russian submarine with nuclear-tipped torpedoes was getting depth charged by an American destroyer. Just so you know, I'm sure you do, a depth charge is when we drop one of those canisters over the side full of explosives. It's set to go off at a certain depth. If it blows up underneath the submarine, everyone's dead. That submarine will go to the bottom of the ocean and everyone's going to die. Well, these sweaty Russians were in this submarine they were already hot, which makes you tense and angry. They were getting depth charged, which means they were worried about dying at any moment. They were apparently down to their underwear is how hot they were. And things got so tense that the captain of the submarine gave the order to fire the nuclear-tipped torpedo at the destroyer. We would have responded in kind with our own nuclear weapons World War III, it was so close to taking place, the order was given. By the grace of God, his crew rebelled, his second-in-command rebelled, overruled him, and the torpedo did not get fired. But we were already that close to nuclear war. Why do I bring this up? Well, it all comes down to people. What if next time when they do that, what if there's not a crew that rebels and says no? It's one guy. What if the second in command next time is just as hot and sweaty and miserable and scared as the captain next time and he says, yeah, fire the torpedoes. And then we get to nuclear war. And do keep in mind, not only are we dealing with a bunch of psychopaths over there in Russia, we're dealing with a bunch of idiots and losers in charge of our own government. Has there been a time in American history where our government, including our military, was more populated with weapons-grade losers? These people don't have any idea what they're doing. They have no idea what they're doing. And 
We're busy. We're on the cusp of World War III, apparently, and we're busy running out everybody who's an actual fighter currently in the military. Did you see the latest Army recruiting numbers? We're almost ready to go to World War III. The Army missed their recruiting numbers by 25%. We've already run 2,000 people out because they refused to get the COVID vaccine, and now anybody on the right doesn't want to join. Well, when the president gets up in front of everyone and calls anyone on the right an enemy of the republic, a threat to democracy, an enemy of the state, surprise, surprise, their kids don't feel like running to sign up and serve under that man as commander in chief. So we're busy hemorrhaging our great people out of the military. The great people we need to join, understandably, are not joining. We have the dumbest people in the history of the world leading the Pentagon and the United States government. Oh, and we're basically threatening nuclear war. Other than that, everything's going great. And there's something else people don't think about at all. In fact, people don't talk about it at all. We've filled the military with all this LGBTQ disgusting degeneracy. Well, we already, we just had a transgender person in the military busted for handing out medical records to the Russians. Now, why do I bring that up? Here's something you haven't thought about. You know what it is to be in the military, at least Marines, infantry, army infantry, that, you know what it really, really is, what a lot of it is? Misery. We used to joke all the time that we had a PhD in misery. You're bored, you're freezing, you're hot, you're tired. You're, it's just a constant state of various levels of misery. And if you're not solid up here, it will break you. It will break you. How do you think the he, she is going to hold up to the misery of a war? How do you think a military full of LGBTQ insanity, how do you think they're going to hold up to a Russian winner? All right. Let's move on here. We've got my buddy Steve Dace coming on. He's going to talk to us about some things. Before we get to Steve, let's get to this. Your air sucks. My air sucks. The air inside of your home, I mean. And I understand this. It's not your fault. I know you keep a clean home. Over time, why do you think homes smell? Why do you think they have a smell? You think that's good? No, I, we put off smells. Pets put off smells. Odors build up over time. Viruses and mold build up over time, giving your home an odor. I own three Eden Pure Thunderstorms because the air is already wretched down here in Houston where I live, plus all the viruses and mold. I need clean air. I get horrible allergies. I need it in Eden Pure. Go get a three-pack of these things. I get emails every day thanking me for it. That's how amazing these things are. Just this little black box goes right in the outlet in the wall. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. That gets you $200 off a three-pack of these things. That's a deal, plus free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. There are still heroes out there, all right? And it, I do think it is important to remember while we shun away this talk of the great men and women at the FBI, there are some in there. Are there enough? Absolutely not. Not even close to being enough to justify the continued existence of that organization. But the ones that are there who are now brave enough to step up, 
throw away their careers and speak up about what's happening at the Cheka should be celebrated. Joining me now, my friend Steve Dace, obviously a great host on The Blaze. Steve, oh, I also should mention author of the book you should have read by now, The Rise of the Fourth Reich. Steve, who's Steve Friend? So Steve Friend is the uh, really the head whistleblower that came forward here in the last couple of months uh, to House Republicans and other places about the amount and level of weaponization and politicization of the FBI, uh, how it's essentially become uh, exactly what it appears to be from uh, casing Mike Lindell, who I found out today actually was just coming back from three days off the grid duck hunting when he got grabbed or when he got uh, staked out at the, the uh, Hardee's there, which meant they were staking him out. They were casing him, you know, like you would a, a serious subject, whether it's indefinite detentions of nonviolent January 6thers, whether it's a pro-life activist who stood up for one of his kids when he was getting bullied. This uh, weaponization, politicization from, of the FBI, which from afar, from the outside, looks like Stasi-level stuff. Uh, he's the one, uh, Steve is, that uh, confirmed from the inside that this is the Order 66 that was given, that this is actually going on. Okay. We've had 30, 20 or 30 whistleblowers. Why have we not had 3,000, 5,000, 10,000? Why is that number so small? Because I've seen a video, I'm sure you've seen it, my buddy Dan Bongino did it, with a former FBI guy. And the guy says in this video, hey, we're taken to the Holocaust Museum. They take them and make them go there. And they warn them that it was the state police who committed all these mm -hmm. atrocities. Can they not see, can the individuals inside the FBI not see what they're becoming? It really comes down to a matter of conviction, Jesse. And one of the things I like to say on my show a lot is that we're not a nation of laws and we never have been. We are a nation of political will and we always will be. Whether it's 56 signers uh, in the, at the, you know, in Independence Hall on a summer evening in Philadelphia or 110 apostles in an upper room in Jerusalem, it is always about courage of conviction. Usually the tireless minority or the remnants courage of conviction that changes the course of history as Samuel Adams famously observed. And I, and I just think that institutions uh, like the family, like the church that used to convict and compel that level of conviction aren't in that compulsion business anymore. And, and I think shows like ours are, you know, and I got a note um, from Steve uh, about uh, a week ago, uh, privately, saying it was actually listening to my show that compelled him, that uh, convicted him, that he should come forward and speak up uh, and not be silent because of a pension or a job or anything of that nature. And 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 where I first, and first of all, it's like one of the greatest honors ever, anybody's ever given me, but where I first observed this phenomenon that you're warning about was with Alfie Evans a couple of years ago in London. Do you remember the kid that the hospital there was bound and determined to kill over his parents' objection? And I remember thinking to myself, not one doctor has resigned. Not one nurse is like, I'm never doing it, never in a million years. Am I pulling the plug on a kid like this? No one did. That's death of the West stuff. That, that's, that's where, you know, when we were growing up, we were tempted to act out with women before we were married because we couldn't control our urges. The males today, they don't even have the urges, Jess, man. 
They'll just, you know, they got pornography and a right hand oh. and women. I don't have time for one. I, I don't have time to even roll over and have an urge. Uh, that's death of the West stuff, brother. And that's where we are right now. Well, speaking of low T, let's talk about the Republican Party. Uh, it's not exactly <laughs> a secret the Republican Party is going to take over the House in the midterms. Any idiot can see that coming. Everyone knows that's coming. And it's no secret because the base is demanding it. They're going to have hearings. No question. They're going to drag the FBI in there and they're going to have hearings. Well, everyone knows how this is going to go, Steve, at least everyone with the brain. I'm Republican mm -hmm. J Senator Jerkwater. I'm going to call in the FBI. I'm going to say I want answers to this, this, and this. The FBI is going to say I can't comment on an ongoing investigation. Sorry, I got to run. That's already written in stone. What does the GOP do after that? This, and I hate talking like this. I mean, just so your audience knows, I spent this weekend just vegging out, watching college football with my son, taking my wife out on a date night. I, I'm, I'm the ugly American, Jesse. All right, I, I would rather have Taco Bell than authentic Mexican food, and I don't want to live anywhere where a pizza <laughs> delivery guy doesn't have a, a threat of being robbed, okay? So when I talk like this, it's not for effect or something I want to happen. I am concerned. We are reaching a critical mass here where masses of Americans are desperately seeking some level of offensive and punitive political representation. Someone that with peaceably but aggressively within the bounds of our system will punish their enemies that are trying to outside of the bounds of the system, punish them. And I fear, you know, whether it's no taxation without representation, when people believe they lack agency and representation by the system as it currently stands is when they recognize I can no longer live within the system as it currently stands. I know you are a student of history. I know I know you know how these conversations end. We have a very, I believe there's a spirit of the age nihilistically that is pushing and tempting us and prodding us into a self-destructive civil war uh, that it doesn't care who wins. It just wants to see the last remaining outpost of Western civilization go up in flames and I uh, the people that own 300 million guns Jesse aren't just going to stay in their home forever and say you're right go ahead chest bind my daughters and castrate my sons they're not going to do that forever and my fear is eventually what will happen if it becomes patently clear what seems like it already is that there is no political representation for them outside of names you know DeSantis Carrie Lake who's not even elected yet and a few others there is a limited window here for them to get a agency within the system to aggressively but peaceably have their grievances heard and responded to. And if they are not, history shows that, that when we turn the page, it gets unpeaceable. And that's what I'm very afraid of, brother. Me too. I'm exactly there. That's why I press. I know you do too. That's why we, I press so hard for them to get aggressive. People think mm -hmm. that makes me violent. That, that makes me aggressively nonviolent. I'm so I'm worried about the violence. That's why yeah. I'm pushing them now. Yeah. All right, you and I are too old. Carrie we won't Lake, be the ones fighting it, Jesse. It'll be our sons doing it. That's what I'm trying to stop right Exactly. There. Exactly. And I got two of them. Speaking of Carrie Lake, she put on a master class over the weekend. Some hack reporter tries to come at her about abortion in Arizona. Here's what she said. Tell me, abortion is effectively banned in the state right now. Tell me, do you, is that something that you support? I support saving as many lives as possible. And what I really want to know, and I've been waiting, I tune into you guys all the time. I want to know where Katie Hobbs stands, but ne I never hear you guys ask for that. I'm pro-life. My plan would be that every woman who walks into an abortion clinic know that there are options out there. They don't have to choose Thank that. You. There's families who would love to adopt a baby. And right now, the way it's been going, 
They go in and they, they only have one option. Nobody tells them that there's other options. We want to help our women. If they're afraid, we want to help them. We want to give women health care, and I want to help people. But I really challenge you, and I'm, I'm happy to get back to you on this, when you find out where Katie Hobbs stands, because let me tell you where she stands. She supports abortion right up until birth and after birth. She supports if a baby survives a botched abortion, that that baby die on a cold metal tray. And none of you ever try to get her to talk about her stance. So get back to me after you do. <clears throat> Oof, Steve, why can't the entire, why is a woman the one with the balls in this party? Uh, well, that's maybe the best answer on this kind of a question I've ever seen. And it reminds me of when you were growing up and your mom would look at you and say, I'm so disappointed in you. And at that point you were like, <laughs> you know what? Let's rewind the clock and I'll take that beating from the old man now because those welts and bruises will wear <laughs> off. But having mom look at me and say, I am so disappointed. That one, you cut me deep Shrek. Okay, on that. And she does that masterfully there with the timing of a professional trained uh, media figure too. So she doesn't jump on the applause line. She lets the moment breathe. That was a devastating clinic right there, a weapon of mass destruction. Steve Dace, watch his show on the Blaze I Do by his book, The Rise of the Fourth Reich. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. You bet anytime. All right. We got to lighten the mood next. Celebrating a little anniversary over the weekend. No, no, not mine. One that's actually hilarious before we get to that. He's right. We're reaching a critical mass. We are. And it feels overwhelming. I know it does to me, so I'm sure it probably does to you. There are times where you look around and you think, I can't do anything. We've lost control. We've lost this. We've lost that. I can't do anything. Well, no. You, yourself, me, myself, we, can, we can't save the republic. We can sure help, though, with the individual choices we make, especially our buying choices. Remember, corporations getting involved it's destroyed us. It's probably, besides education, it's the thing that has done the most to destroy us. Corporations going all in with the communists. We have to be better about where we buy, where we spend our money, where we don't spend our money. Where do you have health insurance? You have one of the major health insurance carriers, one of the normal ones? You know what they stand for? They don't stand for your values. You know one share health stands for your values? A faith-based insurance company? A faith-based insurance company with incredible options, incredible prices. They're right there. Tw telehealth, 24-7 telehealth, vision, dental, whatever you need, it's right there. Put your money where your morals are. Go to my.onesharehealth.com slash Kelly, promo code Jesse Kelly, gets you 75 bucks off. We'll be back. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. And I'll tell you, one of the great internet moments, I would say, of the past couple years, and Joe Biden has been kind enough to provide many of these, but one of the great internet moments of the past couple years was, <laughs> there was a race, right? Car racing. And Joe Biden, I mean, of course, he started wrecking the country right as soon as he got into office. And immediately his popularity went, it's been going down ever since. That angers a lot of people. It certainly angers a lot of the racing fan base. So a driver 
First name Brandon, that's going to come into play here in a moment. Driver, first name Brandon, won a race, and the cameras panned over to the crowd, and the crowd was chanting something, not quite what the reporter thought she heard. Brandon, you also told me you can hear the chants from the, the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Anyway, this last weekend, it was the one-year anniversary of that, so I just thought we should roll that back again. Gosh, that was great. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Org. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time
Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. 